going on guys couch critiques is back with mason's pick this week which holy crap movie of the year you for a movie i had never heard of it was pretty damn good i told you it was good (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) no seriously well you know last week we had you two pretty much had uh, Goodfellas memorized by heart, yeah. and I hadn't seen it all the way through completely. Now this week, Riker and I had never seen this. Have you ever even heard of it? Yeah, I'd heard of it. It was actually one that I was going to watch, uh, but I was like, oh, you know what? I'll wait and watch this with my fiance. But then we just never got around to watching it at the time. And then it went off of like streaming services, and yeah. that was it. Speaking of which, before we get into everything, I want to talk about the fucking dire state of our goddamn world where fucking renting a movie costs $4 and I have 30 days to start watching it. And then if I if I just so happen to fall in that window, I have 48 hours to watch the damn movie if I clicked play on accident. Inflation's a bitch. And it, it drives me fucking nuts because yeah. I wanted to get... I like watching these with director's commentary. And if you rent it, that doesn't like that's not an option. Even though I can change the audio to like French, Portuguese, any of those number of languages, but I can't pick one with the director's commentary, which is annoying as hell. Especially because I'm paying four dollars for this damn thing, and I got forty-eight hours to watch it three times. I felt a lot of pressure. (laughs) I really did. Bring back Blockbuster. I just hate it. I just hate it because I'm like, like I went to look and find it physically. But it's either spend twenty five bucks on it on Amazon or keep hunting at like different like secondhand stores. Like I checked the exchange and it wasn't there, even though it was in their computer as being there. And I could have run to the other one, but I didn't have time. But yeah, I was like, I'm just annoyed by the fact that (laughs) the rentals are so shitty. To like, just it's yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, I'm I'm done pitching. So I was gonna, (laughs) I was just gonna give a quick uh, catch up on everything real quick. just so you guys know, at least on Spotify, I haven't checked Apple Podcasts, I'm not going to lie, but on Spotify, here is where our episodes rank currently by plays. Uh, top 5 Adam Sandler movies, which was our first episode ever, is still at a solid 58 plays. Predator is at 47, and Goodfellas was at 15. Someone's not sharing. Oh, I'm sharing. I'm the one doing the share. You, oh, okay. I just meant you were looking at me. <laughs> like, subscribe, and tell a friend. But also, I think it's just people just they're losing interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't say that. Sorry, we're, I couldn't help myself. We're three episodes <clears throat> in, and we're done. <laughs> That's well, it. See ya. There's a big two-hour barrier there. They might not be through the first freaking two episodes, That's which we're true. gonna we're well, try to rectify. We're gonna this do our best to uh, shorten these up a little bit for you. But just so you guys know, uh, as far as geographic location of our listeners, 99% United States, and there is some poor soul down in Argentina that is listening <laughs> to us. Hey, please don't tell me you know this person. No, I don't. Okay, thank, thank God. You. Argentina. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, to our Ar- Argentinian brother or sister. 
Jesus. What? <laughs> no, nothing, man. Anyway, Gracias. Let's, let's let's get out of the statistics. We don't need to. We can we can look at that crap all all, all on our own. Uh, actually, real quick though. That uh, that clip I think uh, that I put up on the page uh, with Mason describing Goodfellas perfectly uh, was not one mistake whatsoever. I think it got like it said there was like in the last week there were like a thousand new views on the page, which I was like, that's crazy. What can I say? We're that's also kind of turned me on. <laughs> kind of turned me on. Jesus, <laughs> Ray. And not that it matters, but currently on the facebook page we're at 99 followers oh cool so i cult so i don't know if i don't know if something big happens at 100 but we need one more just one more sounds good so all right mason you picked oh. this movie explain yourself so <clears throat> we should probably remind people what the name of it is we said, did we well, say what it was yeah, I don't think we did. <clears throat> did you seriously not say the place beyond the pines was what this was? I don't think I did not say that. I messed up the intro completely. Whoa. Okay, well, let's start over. <laughs> well, a movie called Place Beyond the Pines was released in 2012. Um, grossed 47 million worldwide on a budget of 15 million. Well, before we get into the numbers, why'd you pick it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the exp- oh, I asked you okay. to explain yourself, not explain to me the the, the domestic earnings of this movie, which well, I'm, I'm happy to I'm happy to hear. Why did, I did it because you always do it, and I I, know, I, I appreciate it. You can go into it right after, but okay. I want to know. Explain yourself, which is something I want to start doing on every. I, I'm I'm when we pick the community choice, I've got everybody's name. I'm going to. Well, we can post up. We don't have to. We're not going to say their full name on the podcast. Person. But we're going to send you a message. And we're going to say, "Explain yourself." You tell us why you picked this movie. We need to know because I need to know. I want to know why did you? Why did, like? Because when I ask people to pick a movie, pick the movie that if you're going to tell somebody, I you know you have to watch this. Like why? Do we, why do we have to watch this movie? This was your first pick yeah. in the rotation out of all the movies you could pick from. So the reason I picked it is because there are specific like points in the movie, and there's like oh, there's almost three stories in one movie, and then they all kind of all connect together at the end. Um, then there was a dirt bike in it. I thought that was kind of cool. But oh, that always yeah yeah that gets your attention. Yeah, but um, there's. It's just how all these stories connect. Like the first time I watched it, I was kind of confused, but I watched it again and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But it's just the way that like the whole story goes. There's almost like two or three climaxes in this movie. Like, you know how most movies have like it it starts and then there's a climax and then it declines. Well, this movie starts out climax, comes back down, another climax, comes back down, another climax ends. There's there's three pivotal climaxes in this movie. How many climaxes was that record? That was three. I'm pretty sure that was three. There's three acts of the movie, and they all connect. And I am a whore for a good drama. I I, I do like a good drama crime movie. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I before you had mentioned this movie, never heard of it. Didn't even know it existed. So and Glad I, I enlightened you. I, I loved it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it blew me away for sure. Why'd you like it? To be honest with you, it it's a longer movie. I mean, I I do you, it, it do you have the runtime there, Mister? That's uh, two hours and twenty minutes. Okay. Okay. I was locked in the entire time, especially the beginning. Uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin any spoilers yet, but you know, you get halfway through the movie and you think it's maybe almost over, and then, yeah. and then I think I actually paused it and I was like, oh shit. 
we're not even close to yeah. being done. Yeah. But, so, no, it uh, the storyline was great, uh, suspenseful. Um, obviously, I got a thing for motorcycles yeah. just as much as you do. But, um, yeah, that's why I liked it for sure. Do you think, Riker? I'm curious. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question, though, for you guys, just okay. real quick. <clears throat> what is your relationship like with your father? That's what this movie's about. What? <laughs> Dude, don't do that. We have to have like a whole other episode, like a whole separate episode. Oh, because boy. you two both, when you, Why, when you, guys, you guys were behavior? you guys were talking back and forth in, in the group chat uh, that we have for this, and, and, and Chandler's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't even know how I don't know how to feel right now. I, I hate it. I love it. I hate it." Like he's like have mixed the emotions. Mo- the, I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, dude. I'm aware, yeah, but, but, but this so, movie, the movie is, is about a father son relationship like a few of them so that's why i was like <laughs> i was like what is your guys's relationship like with your father because that's like really what the big like because like my, my relationship with my dad is you know fine it's what i would consider a, like normal i don't like so there was no one way or the other pole for me so i was like ah you know this like really doesn't like super deep it's not resonating deeply with me that's yeah. why i wanted to ask the question is it is did this movie resonate with you through that father's storyline or was it more so like ooh cool bank robber and and mm. fun stuff it pulled it, it pulled some nerves pulled your heartstrings a little okay uh, yeah i could say it did the same for me but uh, that's what I, I figured i'd ask the question there is not enough time in this episode <laughs> for that but give me another shot <laughs> no it pulled it pulled some strings yeah. but it had it had everything it had action drama um you know romance romance a little romance. bit comedy a little bit of comedy. Where? <laughs> That's <laughs> well, sorry, I did. There wasn't anything really that was funny besides the kid at the end's accent. But uh, we'll yeah, get, we'll yeah, get, we'll get yeah. into that. God, I, this is not, I fucking hate that accent. Anyway, so what's uh? Give us the the breakdown then. What's the uh? What is the what was the earnings again? You said it was like fifteen oh, million. Yeah, here we go. I, I know you got your phone down. Um, I'll put you on the spot and ask you questions. Okay, so. Budget you said was fifteen million. Uh, budget they, budget was fifteen million. They made forty seven million worldwide. Okay, uh, so it made out pretty well. Um, the cast you're looking at main character or one of the main characters, Luke Glanton, uh, Ryan Gosling, Avery Bradley Cooper. Was it Romana? Romana? Romina. Romina. Was, you're great with names, but uh, dude, I'm so good. <laughs> Jesus was Christ, the, we're gonna. The have only one. reason I remember that is this distinct line at the beginning where he says, "Is like I called you Ro." It's yeah, like, yeah this is, that's really like Romina. I would have looked at him and like, I don't know, how do I pronounce this? Otherwise. Me trying to spell that, I ended up, I, my phone was like Romania. Yeah, blame, <laughs> you're trying blame to the, spell. Blame Gave the up phone. On <laughs> yeah. right. um, she was played by Eva Mendez. Yep. Kofi was played by Marsha Ali. Robin was uh, Ben Mendelsohn, who also played in the Batman movies. <laughs> ben, Men- ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just the way you just. God, I love. It. I want to hear you describe more. Go, go for it. Deluca was played by Ray Liotta. Oh yeah. And Jason, can I give out spoilers yet? Uh, we'll we'll give. Let's get through. Okay. Yeah. This is so J- older Jason. Older Jason was played by uh, Dane DeHaan, and he also played in <laughs> DeHaan. Got it. You got it. You got it. Good. He also Sorry. played an opera high. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer Dude, and you just all right, Riker. There's the next clip for the week, right there. <laughs> don't, don't worry, I'm I'm thinking notes. Why can't read? <laughs> but but yeah, there are, there is it's pretty stacked yeah. cast. It's, it's and there's a there's a ton of people. The I, 
I want to hear you say the director's name. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you? Uh, the director's name Derek. Uh huh. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Derek Kane France. <laughs> Franz Kane France. C and Franz. <laughs> I actually, I actually went and googled a, a, like a video of how to pronounce his name. Oh he God. actually, like on a, like a, I don't know if it was like a radio show or whatever. He actually, they were like, I, he's like, I'm not even, the guy on the host was like, I'm not even gonna try to say this. Why don't you say your name and then I'll I'll know how to say it from here on out. But yeah, it was. I, I knew you're gonna. <laughs> I went to an inner city school. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let me ask you guys something real quick. Yeah, it seems like each episode we each have a question for each other, and this is one that I instantly thought about i want to ask both of you yeah clearly this is an underrated film oh 100%. clearly <laughs> this guy i'm gonna this kill, guy. i'm gonna kill you <laughs> let me ask you this is this movie and i actually have i have some facts about this that i'll tell later but in your guys's opinion is this movie as good if it doesn't have ryan gosling Bad Bradley Cooper and Eva Mendez and Ray Liotta in this movie. Well, Ray Liotta, if, uh, as he, much as I like Ray Liotta, I'm not. Gonna, I would say he's kind of a moot point. He's not in it that much. Yeah, I think he, they cut a bunch a of character. that stuff. You can you can exclude him, but if you don't have those three main characters, does this? Movie so there's there's one thing that good? Ryan Gosling is really good at. He's really good at being autistically mysterious, <laughs> and he is mysterious in this movie. And if it what. <laughs> He, he's super mysterious. Have you ever seen him in Driver? Yeah. He's like he's mysterious. Like Ryan Gosling has that mysterious thing to him, and he's mysterious in this movie. He doesn't say a lot. I mean, he he's only says a couple. I mean, honestly, it's maybe like two, three paragraphs worth of words. Brooding handsome handsome guy is is Basically, really what it, like he yeah. he's really good at that character. Would yes. you would you have still watched this movie but yeah. if it didn't if it had nobody in it but the storyline was the exact oh, same. Ugh. So I'll so I'll throw this out there. <clears throat> uh C France had said that he initially when he was like they said, hey, we think Bradley Cooper would be good for this. He's like, ah, I don't, I don't think so. And he went and met with Bradley Cooper. And after talking to Bradley Cooper, he rewrote the character of Avery because he, like, of what he saw when he saw him. He was a guy that, like, you know, was kind of top of the world. He was in the Hangover at that point, and he was, he's like, man, this guy's like, like I don't think he'll fit. And he gets there, and it's like he's just this guy and he's like he's like it just it feels like there's this tremendous amount of pressure on this guy and just the like the force within him so he rewrote the character and then he talked to cooper later while cooper was filming another movie i can't remember what it was but he had said that bradley was like i don't think i can do it i don't think i can do this film so he's like where are you and he found out where he was, and he drove five hours to go talk oh, to... Oh, it was in Canada. Yeah, he, he was in Canada. Him, yeah. I did read that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so he drove there to talk to him and convince him to do the movie. They spent four hours at a dinner discussing the movie and like explaining why he needed him. He said he wouldn't film the movie without Bradley Cooper at that point. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say... No, I'm, I'm just going to say, I think that maybe there's a version of that movie that, that could have existed, but for the most part, they delivered very solid performances all around yeah and, and i think that it would be hard to have a movie of that quality with different actors so there was another thing that i read too is how the, the director got um brian goslin so uh before this movie came out he directed a movie called blue valentine where uh, ryan goslin was another main character well 
after the movie got done, uh, the director met with Ryan Gosling and uh, his agent, and they were talking. And um, the director asked Ryan, he goes, you've done so much with your life. Like, you know, what, what's one thing that you would want to do that obviously you'd never be able to? And he goes, well, I want to rob a bank. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, how would you do it? And he goes, well, I'd go in with a dirt bike because it's quick in, quick out. And I'd load some, have someone in a truck and, like, do the exact same thing he did in the movie. And the director put that in the movie, like, that scenario that Ryan Gosson talked about. He put it in. So yeah, he actually had the him and the the co-writer already had written it. So when he said that, he was oh, like, he was like, yeah, you're the perfect like, pick. Oh man, that's crazy. I'm writing a movie with yeah. that exact mo. So I think that, like, we, back to your question, I think that I, I, I now I don't think I would watch it if anyone else was in it, right? Um, because I think these uh, actors were just perfectly placed in. So. Well, I will I will say this too, just in case anyone doesn't know this, because I didn't know this right out of the gate. I was curious. I, the name threw me off. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? That's actually the only thing. Like, typically after like a movie, I'll like if, if it was like, man, that was like, it was good. I have questions. Yeah. I want to look some stuff up. Mm-hmm. I that was this is literally the only thing I looked up. Yeah, and um, if you want to take it, go ahead. No, go ahead. But, you were do- go ahead. Uh, Apparently, what from what I found, apparently it is uh, the Native American me- meaning of the city Schenectady. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where the where the whole movie takes place, and I think they, I'm pretty sure they did all the filming. They so they as much as they could. As yeah, much they, as they could. The banks. Yeah, if I explain this, it's going to get spoiled. You're jumping ahead. So, yeah, let's, let's just uh, damn it. Let's let's we've we've, cover, we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah. We we needed to really to to really other than like let's. We could talk about some more facts um, before we get into it, but we, okay. we're going to start getting into spoilers. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're planning on watching it, shut us off now. Turn and this come off. Back. Yeah. Turn this off. Go rent it for four dollars and <laughs> for forty eight hours <laughs> or thirty to, days. Try to watch it within forty eight hours of pushing <laughs> it's play. It's not. It's not streaming on anything right now. No, not right it's now. It's on. Um, well, it's not streaming, but it's on Amazon. But, right. So. Amazon. Apple, uh, Apple movies and uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and I looked up the rental stuff on every single one of them. They're all the goddamn same. So, <laughs> so wherever, pick your poison. Uh, so, so okay, we we can now dive into it if people want to oh, go watch it first. Yeah, real quick, IMDb rating of seven point three and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of seventy eight percent. So pretty, that's pretty, the last pretty so good last yeah. bits. I'll, I'll I'll say that's kind of general stuff with the okay. movie, and then we're gonna start getting into like facts, which will probably hit spoilers. Okay. So I did want to tell you guys this. I didn't know if you guys noticed this with your research, but I did. So if you Google this movie, the Google summary is way more vague than, than the actual. Than if you go on like I am, it only TV. explains the first part of the movie. So here, I actually I actually copied Google summary. Okay. Um, in upstate New York, two men, Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, and later their sons, must deal with the unforeseen consequences of their actions. That's it. That's all they say. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Um, obviously, if you go into other websites, they elaborate way more, which I can go ahead and read that now. Okay. Go for it. A motorcycle stunt rider turns into robbing banks as a way to provide for his ex and their newborn. A, deci- a decision that sets him on a collision course with an ambitious rookie cop navigating in a department ruled by a corrupt detective. So that 
helps a little bit more it's almost Paints filling a in blank picture. space yeah right yeah the first uh description is more of that uh, of my question to you guys of you know how's your relationship with your father <laughs> whereas the Stop. second one is with whereas the second one is more of a like oh this sounds like an interesting movie yeah like what is this so little little dig there you guys can go ahead if you, if you got like like other facts and stuff that you found while you're going through what did you have any scenes that really stuck out to you yeah, there were a couple um, uh, that, like, that kind of, like, I think after the second watch through, that really, like, stuck with me that were kind of spread throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And I know we were, we were talked, we talked about, like, maybe breaking this up into a few, like, few different sections. Yeah. Thing. But there's, uh, there's a couple of scenes, like, where they shot specifically, they shot it in a way that they could bring it back up later. So yeah, they shot a. There's a scene specifically where Ryan Gosling's riding on his uh, on his uh, like in a, his AT not ATV. It's his moped. No, <clears throat> I, moped. <laughs> it's even better. Was Are it black or was me? it the red and white one? It was his. Uh, it was just dirt there, bike. There was two of them. No, so he was riding his dirt bike. He doesn't and know anything about. Oh, motorcycles. I was going to say because yeah, I, I know what bikes they are. I wrote I, them down. No, yeah, I know nothing about motorcycles no. or anything like this. But I, sorry, the dirt he bike. The bank with a moped. <laughs> he was riding, put, put, putting away. So no, he's he's riding down the road, and it's, uh, it's like there's like very greenery. You see the road like very far in front of him. He's wearing yeah. a white shirt, I believe. And later on in the movie, his son is riding his bike. Yeah, and it's yeah. like he's actually made the comment to Kara. I was like, "Man, they really wanted that fucking bike to look like it was flying because it was like going super fast down the road." It's the fastest bike bicycle in the world. <laughs> yes. So yeah, he's riding on his bicycle in the same like shot that his dad was. Yeah, and then there's also a shot where um, Ryan's looking in through the window and he sees his family up in the window, and then later on in the movie, Jason, his son, is looking through the window exactly the yeah. way he was in in that moment. But there there are some like I think very interesting scenes that like kind of show you the the way the characters are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some like distinct things that happen. I, I won't dip too far into like second act or anything like that, but. Okay. But there are things with the kids that I thought stood out to me a ton. And uh, like a specific shot, if I got to pick probably mm-hmm. my favorite scene in the whole movie, there there's some really good like action shots in this movie. But this one scene that I think I really liked was when he goes to watch uh, the baptism of his son. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he walks into the church and... From what the director said, like he's like he's got everybody filled in. The 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 Kofi is up with uh, a Romina. They are baptizing Jason, who is uh, Luke's son. And Luke shows up uh, after having a little confrontation with uh, Kofi on his like you know house doorstep. Like Luke is showing up like kind of like you know out of place, and they kind of almost clash there Mm -hmm. and then we have him show up and he's watching the scene and the director said that he had like explained to ryan he's like find a spot find a spot to sit and like try to like be a part of it and he he walks in and he finds a spot off to the side and he just sits there and he's watching this thing and he starts to cry and he gets really emotional and and it was funny because the when when I was 
like watching it for the third time, it was after I'd gotten the information that the director had that it was written originally. He was supposed to be mad. He was supposed to be angry and upset, but instead he was sad and he had all of this regret. Mm-hmm. And he kind of put that like he put that back on Ryan because Ryan had made the comment. He's like, I think I want to have a ton of tattoos for this movie. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I want. I want to have a bunch so of tattoos, cool. and I think a and I think a face tattoo. And he's like, face tattoo? I don't I don't know about that. He's like, he's like, no nah, man. I think I think that'd be great. I th- I think the face tattoos are in right now. I think I'm gonna do it. And he goes and does it, and then then he goes he talks to the director again, and he's like. I think the face tattoo was an act. it was a mistake. I, I think I need to. No. I, I think I need to get rid of this. And he's like, "How? Uh, tattoos are forever." Bud. Oh, he actually got that tattooed on him. No, no, no. He didn't oh. actually get that tattoo. He was he was explaining to him as if he was Luke. He's uh, like, "You can't just go get a tattoo removed, man. Yeah, live with it. You got to live with that decision to do this." And he was like, the whole time he was in his own head before the like the movie. And then I think again, like he he goes into that church. He is fish out of water. Everybody else is wearing their like Sunday best, and he is just dirty and disheveled. And he shows up, and he just doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit into his like into the scene with his family, and he has these deep regret that he hasn't been a part of any of it, and he's missing out on this thing. Yeah, and that he is going to he's out of place, and he just doesn't know what to do. So he starts to get emotional and sad in that moment, which I thought was great. It was a, it was a very powerful yeah. Yeah. scene um, for me. That's that was I think probably my favorite scene in the whole yeah, movie. The only thing I'm gonna say since you mentioned the church that made me think of it, I had read that um, you know for an action movie. Um, the director wanted to use all natural light, which you can clearly yeah. tell in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's like no, there's no CGI whatsoever. It, it's all yeah, practical stuff. Yep, it's all raw. Like it's, and he wanted it that way. Yep. So, uh, in one of the scenes, he mentions specifically was the natural light of the church. Like that was a real church. That's mm-hmm. that's how they wanted it. And, yeah, and one of the things too he said in, in in that interview that I was watching where he talked about that scene, he had mentioned he's like I don't, he's like I I understand and I I get the appeal of like these superhero movies, but when I was like growing up, I always thought like I you always see these pictures of everybody smiling and like happy and, and it's just like that just didn't resonate with me 100 percent even as a kid it just looked like he's like we're only capturing this but life is so much more than this, and he's like I want to write movies with like characters that are people with like you know real like emotions and real things going on not necessarily you know these big larger than life like action things that are happening he's like it's like we, he's he's like not only do, do actors want to put on the cape and stuff like that but i'm hoping that they want to step into the life of someone else and really like live in it and it was you know that's what they did i feel like he did he captured a lot of real life stuff which was what he set out to do it was good so let me ask you guys this because i I might have missed this. I'm assuming I know the answer, but clearly Ryan Gosling's character in this movie has a previous criminal record, right? I mean, is that why he's a clearly he's a stunt? So. That's yeah. why he's a stunt biker, gets paid cash, and you know, okay, he finds out he has a kid and wants to support it. That's great, but his first idea to fix it and support the kid and his ex is rob a bank. So he clearly must have a well, criminal record his already, idea. right? I mean, I'm assuming, well, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously somebody else who we find out later in the movie 
puts the idea in his head. Yeah. But so, he doesn't go out and get a normal job. Well, he I, does. <laughs> he does. He becomes a repairman. A, well, a vehicle, right. you know, like a, a sure, you know, not a repairman, but a, a mechanic. Um, and he he does that for a little bit, but. In the court, there's a court scene that that happens, and he, I think they they say due to his past of a, I think he had an assault charge or something yeah, on the, on I, in the yeah, past. And I thought that's what was said, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah, so. I think that was it. Um, real quick, let's not glaze passes. You asked me what my favorite scene was. Chandler, what was your favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene? Um, to be honest with you, um, do we want to go by act? Like by first act, and then we'll go, or do you just want to do the whole? No, movie? we'll just okay. You we'll say, we'll pick, do overall for right now. Okay. Yeah, pick wherever you want because I, like I said, I had a couple things that popped up throughout the movie, but okay. yeah, yeah. So, I kind of got a two part to your question. Go for it. Um, one's really short and sweet. Uh, I like all the motorcycle scenes just because I am a motorcycle yeah. enthusiast. Because motorcycle go real fast and go vroom vroom. <laughs> I hate you so I much. I want to go fast. I want to be one of the. I want to be handsome Luke. <laughs> when he when he robbed the bank on his moped. No, that's so his <laughs> <No>. bicycle. No. <laughs> no, but so that's my. Obviously, I loved all those scenes, but the most the scene that hit me the hardest, and I'm really jumping deep into the movie almost towards the end. So please we'll, do. We'll talk about it again. I'm sure, but. Um, towards the end there when uh luke's son has avery in the woods oh yeah at at gunpoint the very uh, the very end right yeah when he has him in the woods at gunpoint i i didn't know what was going to happen and i think it was the most suspenseful part of the movie to be honest with you so I'd say that that's my one of my favorite scenes and what hit me the most. I'll spare the details till we get to that part. Yeah, we can talk about but, it later. Yeah, so that was mine. I, I well, okay. Same thing with the motorcycle thing. The one thing that stuck out to me when he was riding away was uh, when he does the second heist and he realizes that everything's going to shit. And like, the, like he walks out there and he's like, "Oh fuck, I forgot my shades," and he just runs in there, goes to the first bank goes to the second one and then when he goes to leave the bike won't start and you can see that he's like slowly falling apart like he's just money hungry so um and that whole chase scene he got addicted to it is what it is so that whole i thought that whole chase scene was cool but if we're going like deep like if we're going like go deep tugging on the heartstrings so uh i think one of the scenes that kind of hit me was uh it wasn't the church scene it was uh the scene right before luke is like like he uh it's right around the golden hour like when the sun's going down and he's looking at that first national bank and uh he's thinking about uh when robin the guy who talked him into it and he goes you want to provide for that family you want to really take care of your kid this is how you do it this is how you make money when he's at the stoplight yeah when he's at the stoplight and he's just thinking about it and then you can see him just kind of he's kind of like i got nothing else to do i I gotta do what i gotta do and uh throughout the movie you just you kind of see what luke's character like He's just a dude providing for his family. There's really no bad guy in this movie. There's really not an antagonist in this entire movie. Hell yeah. Well, there is. <laughs> well, yeah, the fucking shitty kid. No, 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 no. The bad cops. The bad cops. The bad cops. I mean, the bad cops are kind of like a bad thing. They, I mean, they, they yeah, you. That's again, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the strengths of the the director, right? He was mm-hmm. talking about wanting to write a movie 
with real life people. So in that moment, like you can still, you feel for these people and you can't really like, he's not a bad guy. Yeah. I've watched him. He's doing these, all these things for his family. Meanwhile, you have Avery showing up. Avery doesn't know any of this, yeah. right? He feels it, horrible. He feels horrible. And the, like that, that kind of gets into like the second act of the movie. Um, but we can, let's, I think we can talk a little bit more about the first act things that like you noticed or like other like facts so or anything like that. There's you a liked. couple goofs that I saw. So, uh, when he's riding around on his motorcycle, it'll go from four-stroke sounds to two-stroke sounds. Yeah. So, well, Riker, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. This is a me it, and Chandler conversation. No, it, it bugged the hell out yeah. of me that the sound clips didn't always Did, match up to yeah. the bike sound. Like, yeah. I think I think there was even one scene where there was a crotch rocket sound clip. <laughs> yeah, well, like, when he's, like, a, with the close-up in the face, and he's, it's like, It's an enduro, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, so do you know what the bike was? The the first one that he had, the all black one. You know what bike that was? It was a DZ four hundred. Right? Yeah, that was it was a two thousand. Okay, so here's something interesting too. The I first bike, know what you're say. first bike he had was a two thousand nine uh, DRZ four hundred. Riker, you can leave. The second bike, <laughs> I'll be back. So after Robin chops up that first bike, and he's like, "Fuck me, you owe or fuck you, you owe me a new bike." He gets that uh, that uh, white one. That one is also a two thousand nine Honda CRF two thirty, but. The movie takes place in the early 90s. And I found I this out. know what you're going to say. I found this out from the license plate. I looked at the New York State license plate and I cross-referenced them with the movie. The movie is anywhere from 89 to 97 and he's riding a 2009 bike. They don't really specify, do so they? They do. So they do and they don't. Because the 15-year jump is to get you to the, the when the movie was coming out. That's, yeah. what, that's what they were kind of doing there. They do a great job of leaving timelines vague but still sprinkling enough yeah. in there to kind of give you like luke started robbing banks within a month of having been here yeah. you know that kind of thing or avery avery had this incident happen to him within uh, his first year on the job and then you find out later it's like six months mm -hmm. on the job so they, they do a great job of kind of sprinkling timeline stuff in there but yeah you were saying that the the bike couldn't have existed for the time yeah i mean it's it's real nitpicky but i mean i that, thought it was interesting that happens with the lucas car too there's like uh, I was looking some stuff up. Yeah. They, they said DeLuca's car couldn't have existed because of the way the interior looked in comparison to the... It was, yeah. yeah. It, it was a lot there. Let's get some <clears throat> tangents. There's, but there's also like little things, too. I thought you were going to say something about the food in the diner. So, food in the diner? So, <laughs> at one point, uh, when Romina is taking food out, mm -hmm. and, like when Luke shows up at the diner, and he's, he's like, you got anything to tell me? Like, oh, I'm going to yeah. leave forever. Are you going to tell me what's going on? Right. Because he just found out about Jason existing. Yeah. Um, and she takes this like two big plates of food to this table that's right behind him. The next shot is over Luke's shoulder. It's Romina's angle, like looking at Luke and the table that she just served all that food to is right behind her. The woman's sitting there with nothing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Then like that happened, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, like, they must have had to shoot this a few times. <laughs> and then, then that later on in the movie, this, this I'm gonna jump the third act because yeah. it, uh, who cares about this? But there's a spot where Jason is asking Romina uh, questions at dinner, and he's got lettuce on his fork, and then it jumps, and he's got steak on yeah. his fork, and then it jumps back, he's got lettuce again. <laughs> Damn. 
I didn't notice that. Talk about nitpicking, I man. Oh, I, you I, were worried about nitpicking but, with the bikes. Yeah, he's talking about food places. <laughs> listen, listen the, if we're talking continuity crap, well, Goodfellas was all over the goddamn place with so, continuity. Funny thing, there was a call. I mean, it said it was a callback, but... I saw that, too. Yeah, I was so, just kind of like, it's, it, it is what it's it is. super vague, but he got DeLuca's character got invited in for dinner, and the same thing happened in Goodfellas. It's, yeah, when I see stuff like that, I was like, the only way I'm... You, the information that I'm passing on this podcast is stuff that I can either hear directly in the commentary yeah. or come straight from one of the actors or the director's okay. mouth. Right. So so I'm not I don't trust IMDb's <laughs> shit at all or or Amazon's shit or yeah. whatever the 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 X-ray on fucking yeah. Amazon. I don't trust those I at all. I saw that and I was like it's not yeah. a fucking well, I don't trust Wikipedia either. They- <laughs> Wikipedia made me look like a dumbass last week, so well, there's a, a thing at the end. I was looking at through all of the stuff on the X-ray for the Amazon rental, and it was at the very end. It was like the song that plays in this is a reference to this other movie uh, that came out before it. And I looked; the movies came out at the same goddamn time. <laughs> Whoever wrote that is a you're jag a liar. Off. And they're they're on our like they're on Reddit. They're on r slash movie details <laughs> and just delivering shit facts. The schizo posting. There, were, there was a like a, a one that like I I looked at and had to confirm a little bit later that was on. Uh, movie details that I thought was oh that's interesting but it was it's it's just stuff that like that just came up with uh, like talking about um, yeah. I think it was I think it was something to do with uh, the the party scene or something like that mm. and the color correction but it was it, it was a, lo- a lot of just interesting stuff to me but probably wouldn't yeah. be anything to anybody else there um, there's one thing I'd like to like to kind of dip into mm-hmm. I know we just talked about continuity stuff, but one of the things that I thought was super interesting, and you, I, I want to know what you guys thought about this. So, anything you noticed about Luke and Jason in the first act? I know what you're going to talk about. Go ahead. So, um, I saw this that when they were filming the movie with the baby, the baby actually, like when it was crying, Ryan Gosling would pick up the the actor baby, and the baby would stop crying. Like the baby actually, like. Yeah. Kind of liked Ryan Gosling, but well, I mean, I heard that whole diner ice cream scene was completely improvised. No way. Well, because we haven't really talked about it, this movie is basically the reason why Eva and Gosling are married. That's how they met on set. He requested her to play as yeah Romania. They, they had kind of known each other, but like he, right. he he thought she would be a good person for the role. But I I had read that that whole scene was improvised. Really, with the kid. Yeah. So the the thing that I that I found interesting, and I I picked this up like I I, I heard the same thing you were talking yeah. about, but I picked this up from watching it. Um, I think my second time through, in every scene that Ryan Gosling is in with that baby, he's either talking to the baby or holding the baby directly, or like tries to get close to the baby. Really, in every single scene. So like the the first scene where he meets, he's like, "Who's this little guy?" Hands him the baby. He holds the baby immediately, and then they walk walk past him on the way to the church. But you know, he came there to see the baby. That's the catalyst for that. Then there's the the scene later on with the with the ice cream. He's mm-hmm. playing and having fun with the baby. He feels terrible when that baby starts to cry because the motorcycle went yeah. off. And then he like later on, he's inside the house. He's got the baby on the bed with him. He's talking to the baby. Yeah. Touches the baby in that scene, and then he grabs the baby after he assaults Kofi. You're making <laughs> um, the baby cry yeah after no, the, you the, are yeah uh, he carries the baby outside and holds the baby yeah. the entire time until the cops come because he's like he just 
loves this kid did, so much. Did they ever say whose baby that was? Was it like a producer's or like was? I I, I only uh, I only saw that they, like he just they just really bonded with the baby. They I don't think they really okay. it was just an actor baby. I baby how actor. that works. <laughs> they got to wrangle them. I, mean, they got, they, I think they got a certain time limit they can use the little babies, but but yeah. That I thought was super interesting because I, I yeah. thought it was like neat. There's also a little fun fact or like little bits and pieces that they throw in there too. Like the the at one point when they're planning him and Robin, Luke and Robin mm-hmm. are talking about like robbing the place. What's Luke doing? I'm sorry. I, you said Robin and Robin again, and that made me laugh. And it's <laughs> Robin and Luke are discussing robbing uh, the banks. <laughs> no. I- I'm sorry. I'm, Did I do just, it again? No, you said Robin and Luke are discussing about Robin a bank, and you said oh. Robin, Robin, and it, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> so they, they, that's for you too, Chandler. What were they? What was Luke doing in the scene? They're talking about robbing the bank for the first time. They're making their plan. We didn't have the baby. They were in the garage drinking beer. Don't he, put me on the spot like that. What the hell? He's wrong eating with an you? apple. Yeah. Then okay. after the robbery, he's talking to. Ava Mendez, Romania, or Romania. Yeah, Romania. Romina, uh, Romina, and they're laying in the the trailer, uh, and he's like, "What? What is? What what's, is he? what's he like? Oh, he he, I, he eats apples. I chew them up for him, though. No shit. Oh fuck. And then later on in the movie, jumping to the third act, mm-hmm. at yep, in, at, the, in the cafeteria, the school cafeteria, he's Jason. Oh shit. He's eating an apple. Yep. So they kind of tied like that piece. I actually would have crapped my pants if he was wearing inside out shirts. He never does. No, I was yeah. like, if he wears an inside out shirt, I'm gonna crap my pants. Inside out Metallica shirt, cut off <clears throat> sleeves. Well, now that you bring up the Metallica shirt, yep, talk about it. Um, I found this out, which kind of blew my mind here. Um, I gotta find it here. I thought I had it. There it is. There it is. Okay, we're good. So, so yeah. So Robin. At one point in the movie, goes uh, it was not in the script whatsoever. Um, but oh, where is it? He improvises the line that yeah. he says to Luke. You know what I'm gonna say? Yep, something about lightning and thunder. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm throwing it out there so you can. You, I just can't believe you don't remember it, dude. I wrote Come this on. down. It's, a, it's, a, it's, so, it's one of the, it's the only quote you can make from the movie. So he there's uh, actually two. I actually grabbed one later what? on. I want to Ry- Riker can do the quote, but. <laughs> In the, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to. You brought it up. <laughs> I can't find it. Oh my gosh! But he's okay. wearing the Metallica shirt. Actually, yeah, Mason, that, your favorite movie. What's the quote? So the quote is: He goes, "You want to ride like lightning? You're gonna crash like thunder." Right. That. There it is. <laughs> that yep. right there. Yep. And he's wearing the Metallica Good. shirt from the album "Ride, ride the Lightning." lightning. Yep. I didn't even notice that. How the fuck did did you did you uh, so, so did you notice too after while well, they're well, Robin and Luke are discussing Robin, the bank. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. He says, never, never in the history of duos has there been a better duo than than us. We're like Hollow Notes. I, I heard about the Hollow Notes, but I don't know who Hollow Notes is. Hollow Notes is, is singer-songwriters. Then they had a bunch of hits. They actually had one hit that was called uh, Maneater, which plays later on in Wait. the movie, in the second act, when Avery and DeLuca's friends rob oh. Romina. So they play it as kind of like a hey, remember how they whenever they were talking about robbing people, they were they were they hollow notes and now they're robbing Romina oh. and they're playing fucking man eater in the shit. background. Yeah, that was. I couldn't it. be a director. I couldn't. I I, I couldn't do all these callbacks <laughs> and shit. And so I, Ready? Wait. The ch- ch- it's the Chandler. Wait, here we go. Podcast. Click. It's that time, boys. It's a little late than. 
Thoroughly normal. <sighs> but yeah, that was that. I thought was the like an interesting mm. little like callback piece that they had there, which was cool. Can we just go over how badass he is riding away from every bank robbery? So I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because I actually found out some stuff that was really cool. So I didn't know he was actually a motorcycle enthusiast. Yeah, but well, um, when they started filming the movie, he didn't. He was terrible. Right. Yeah. The the uh, the stunt director like when he was talking to uh, he in France, he chewed through his shirt because he was so nervous. No, that I'm. I'm cn france came to the the stunt director and said hey where's he at scale one to ten and he's like a three and he's like <laughs> he's like well you have him for eight weeks before the movie starts filming right where do you think he can get him three and a half <laughs> he's like what he's like that little he's like he's like this is something we do like you gotta live man you gotta yeah, do it all the time yeah. and then later on at, like when they're getting ready to shoot finally he's like so where's he at where'd you get him to he's like i got him to a seven he's like he he really committed he's like and he was like when he looked at me and said that i was like wow he was like he was like he looked like he really meant it when he said that not just like kind of blowing smoke but yeah there was he was really into it after the fact but yeah that was go go ahead sorry well no i was just gonna say according to ryan gosling himself he said all the bank robbery scenes were done in one take yeah which clearly i believe because they kept his squeaky his high-pitched you know his squeaky high-pitched voice the entire time which which i think actually gave it a good yeah um I, i'm glad they left that in there because clearly he has he's nervous he's ner- yeah. and mm-hmm. he hasn't he clearly he's in over his head shit he throws up after the first oh yeah. right right yeah. dude every so every time i watch that movie and i watch that scene when he's like amping himself up before he goes in i got amped up and i'm like dude like could you imagine like you are outside of a bank you are about to commit a, a, a 25 to life felony one fuck up and you're done. Then he comes back out and the bike don't start, dude. No, that was you can... the second one. I'm talking about the first one. Oh, where he's okay. sitting there and he's just hitting his head and he's just like, Ugh. so so quick. I know you're you're talking about the, the the motorcycle stuff real quick, but the you guys touched on one thing that I really enjoyed about there, there's as, as, I don't know if it was meant to be this way, but I felt that the, that this was the way it was supposed to be because it was written this way, and it was Luke and Robin discussed and planned out the robbery mm-hmm. right they had a, a exact like here's how we're gonna do it and even luke asked like robin like, oh, like yeah, i'm just gonna, gonna sit next to what are you gonna do if cop pulls up next to you and then he's like oh i'll do this so they yeah. kind of figure it out they know what they're gonna do luke gets there right his mo for robbing banks he gets there he leaves the bike on he le- opens the door blocks the door he goes inside and everything is like they talk about how he's like get everybody to lay the money out mm-hmm. and you don't want to make sure there's no die so, packs. make sure there's no die packs he did don't, it by the book don't yeah do it exactly this way get on the bike come to me i'll shut the shut the door we'll go we'll, we'll drive away that's the way it was planned then after the second robbery after they, he got greedy they do it twice and then he gets arrested for assaulting Kofi, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in and he tells Robin, he's like, I want to do two in the same day. I want to do two. Yeah. I want to do it this way. And and Robin's like, nah, You're, we're not yeah. we're not doing it. We're, we're not doing it. It's too hot. We're, we're, we're done. And then he tells him, he's like, the last thing I'll do for you right now is take the take the truck. Don't take the uh, don't take your bike I think because that's that's it. But the thing that like gets him. <laughs> sorry. I know. I know. I know. The thing that gets him pinched, though is the fact that he goes out without a plan. He has no plan. He goes in and tries to do the same thing, forgets his sunglasses. Yep, forgets it. Yep. He doesn't leave the bike running when he goes in. He doesn't leave the door open. He doesn't like do 
He tosses the bag over, tells them to fill it up, doesn't watch them fill up the bag at all, doesn't have them lay out the money. Everything that mm-hmm. was like every fault in the rest of the movie happens because there's no plan, which is the way at the beginning of this movie, Luke gets told about Jason and Jason decides or Luke decides I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to yeah. stay here. He has no fucking plan. So did you notice when uh, Robin was telling him how to rob the bank, he actually deviated from the plan just this minute? Don't uh, don't he, show the gun. Yeah, he goes, oh, you got it. He goes, you just walk in with a note and you give it to him. Don't show the gun. And he just walks in. Put the fucking money in the bag! Yeah. <laughs> like with the gun out and everything. Go go ahead, Chandler. No, the only thing I was going to say, and if, if it was just me, fine. But when Robin has his bike in the shop and he says... You need to be done. Yeah. You need to stop. And clearly, he's not going to. When he starts taking the bike apart oh. and, and like welding, or well, not welding, he, but cutting everything, yeah. I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought he was sabotaging the bike. So, yeah. Like, I thought, he, I thought he was cutting the frame really? so the bike would fail on so, his thing. next yeah. trip. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to make sure he gets arrested this time. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I, I thought the same huh. thing. I, I okay. had the same feeling whenever it happened. And that actually. One thing that I, I didn't point out initially, um, you were talking about the bike. You said the black or the white one, right? Yeah. One of the things I liked about it was he had his bike the way it was, Handsome Luke and mm-hmm. the Heartthrobs. That's the, that was his group and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a white bike with a bunch of different, like, what I almost say, tattoos on it, yeah. right? Like him and, and, and then when he decides, he makes a decision, I'm going to be a robber. I'm going to be a bad guy now. He paints the bike black. That just signifies, like, um, yeah. yeah, this is like the the end of Luke is a good guy, beginning of Luke is the bad guy bank robber. Like that's I thought was like super interesting uh, because like it was like an, an actual decision that he made. He could paint it in any color, yeah. but he picked you know black as like you know to be the dark horse. Now I can't remember if you said something about this. I couldn't find anything on the internet to verify this, what? but I had heard. He kept the bike. Oh yeah, he did. So he, he, um, I couldn't find. It was on British GQ. Okay. So the actual thing is, uh, so I keep the black one or the white one. I he kept the black one. So I copied and pasted it. Uh, it, So this is from British GQ. Uh, Ryan Gosling has kept uh, kept vehicles from two of his action crime films. In a recent interview with British GQ, uh, the first man actor revealed that he owns his car from 2011's Drive, another great masterpiece, and the motorbike from 2012's (laughs) Place Beyond the Pines. But while he Gosselin, says like four words in the movie, but yeah. But while Goslin occasionally <laughs> takes each vehicle for a spin, he insists no one recognizes him for uh, recognizes him on or in his car bike. Okay, yeah. so yeah. He, he does. He has kept two of them. So I guess I, w- I want to ask the question. We've talked a little bit about like the, like each of the different like pieces. Like it's kind of this beginning piece. Is there anything like from the beginning of this movie or anything like that that we haven't touched on? Because I, I want to move into like Avery territory and kind of. Um, yeah. There is. Oh no. Go ahead. You yeah. sure? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, go ahead. The only thing. I, the only thing else I was going to say as far as facts go was, uh, according to the director, it sh- it took twenty two takes to get the uh, getaway scenes perfect um, for Ryan Gosling to do the. Uh, robberies yeah uh, because they they couldn't sneak a stuntman in right he had to do the yeah, right. do the do that one escape at the very end there where he drives through the intersection which is perfect because i want to talk about like that like that that robbery kind of switches us over so we go we ch- follow luke he's he's finally actually being pursued by a cop that was like right on his ass yeah and then he crashes the bike 
uh, as he's trying to get through uh, the divider. What's up? I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, go ahead. But right when this scene happened, I literally turned to everybody, you know, Stacy and the kids, and I was like, we're 45 some minutes into this movie. Where the hell is Bradley Cooper at? <laughs> and then, sure as shit, sure as sure, 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 shit, right, here, ten, right, sure shit, 10 seconds later, he's like, I'm like, okay, we're good. We're so, good. yeah, Bradley Cooper's character actually shows up, and like, he, after the dividers hit and the, the bike is kind of eh at that point, they, uh, <laughs> he chases him down. Actually, he. <laughs> When they were, I think, testing the scene or doing the scene, he broke the axle in the car that they were driving. Oh, and, shit. Yeah. When he backed up and... When, yeah, whatever, he whipped the thing. Yeah. yeah he breaks the axle. And, the, and the, he's like, the, I feel bad for the, the guy that was, like, filming from the car because they were like, I don't get in that car with him again. <laughs> well, and the director had said that to get all the uh, shots that he wanted, he watched a, apparently a crap ton of episodes of Cops yep. to get all the the scenes and the camera angles that he wanted while he was the bike chase scene. Before we go into the second act of the movie, I, I, I don't want to go I don't want to forget this, but the the soundtrack of the movie phenomenal. Uh, it, it the soundtrack has its like it, it has its tones like with the first act of the movie Oh, the first act of the movie, it has like Luke's whole like um it's like really intense and everything like that. Um, and then it has its somber moments. Then you move on to the second act, and it still has that somber. It still has that type of uh, in te- uh, um, what the fuck is the word I'm thinking of anxiety type of feeling to it. And then you get to the third act, and it, right at the end of the scene where you were talking about where Jason yeah. was going down the road, the same song plays from the beginning. So I think I, I like soundtracks to movies. So I didn't want to forget the soundtrack because I think the soundtrack and the sound design of the entire movie was phenomenal. There was a, I was looking at trying to find like different pieces that were played to see if they had their meaning, especially because that last shitty fact I found on on the X Ray mm-hmm. for Amazon I was like, is there other stuff from this? I looked up the the dude that did the um, like did the soundtrack for it. Mm-hmm. They, they were they used a few like actual like they, they play. Um, Oh gosh! After they do the first heist, I forget the song that they play. Um, uh, but I think it's a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like the, like that that the dancing Hall, in the dark. Yeah, and then they got Hall Notes playing, and mm. those were really the only two that like really stood out in my head. Um, so we we ju- we're jumping into like now we have like Bradley Cooper's character and Ryan Gosling's character like intersecting. So like so it's as second act is about to start, and. I, I can go into. There are only two deaths in this movie. Um, handsome Luke. Uh, do you have the uh, kills per minute on this one? Oh, I do. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Two deaths. Yeah. I, I look at this. I love that. Oh I, I knew wait. It. Oh, is it not on screen? No, it's not on screen. It's not on screen. But there's a funeral. I love it. Oh shit! There is. <laughs> I love. Oh, I love when you mind blown. I know for his own like, movie. That's what dude, I was no, waiting I, for. I totally forgot. I was like, who did? De- oh shit! Anyway, what, what's what's the? So we have TTK? handsome Luke and this we have has, Al- This has to be pretty low. <laughs> we have an Albert Cross. Uh, it's seventy minutes per minute or per kill. It's an hour and forty minutes. and There's only two kills. Great action movie. Better than no. Yeah, which is <laughs> actually for an action movie. There are only three gunshots in this whole movie. No shit. So, uh, so okay. Do we want to go yep. over the scene where Bradley Cooper and Ryan Gosling finally meet? Or yeah, me you, to- I mean, you could talk about that. That's uh, probably well, the big, I had a question. That's if, the biggest key of the movie, to be honest. So, actually, I think I think it's fascinating too because this movie has got these two gigantic stars in it, and this is literally the only time that they, they interact, meet, yeah. and it's like a ten to fifteen second yeah. scene. 
So, um, well, who, who shot first? Who shot that, first? What I was, that's, do you think Bradley Cooper shot first? Well, no, 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 no. So basically, Ryan Gosling runs into this house, holds himself in this house, calls uh, Romina, and is like, "Hey, like, you know, just don't tell Jason about me." Blah blah blah, this and that. And Bradley Cooper makes his way into the house. Long story short, shots get fired. Ryan Gosling falls out the window and dies. But my question is, do you think? Luke was going to shoot Bradley Cooper because Bradley Cooper obviously ooh, shot first ooh, and then Luke a, fell out back and yeah. then he shot. I don't think for as nervous as he is, man, I don't know if he would have. I don't to think be he was going to. Like even at the very beginning before he's about to do before he's about to go do his bike stunts at the very beginning of the movie, something he does ev- clearly every night cuz that's his job in the cage. He's fiddling with his pocket yeah, knife the entire time. Around. Like he is a nervous wreck no matter what. So, I, don't, I don't know if he would have. I don't think he was going to shoot him. I think he would have jumped out the window before no, he would have shot. I think I think Bradley Cooper, I mean, I, in the movie, I think he would have just gotten arrested and then the movie would have went on. No. What do you think? <laughs> so, my interpretation, um, Luke isn't a isn't a bad guy i don't think he's a killer i don't think he's a killer either um i mean he i mean he could have been a killer he definitely tried to like he intimidated robin by putting a gun in his mouth yeah. and said give me the money back that you owe me because he killed a member of his family his essentially that's yeah. he's because they're taking pictures at the at the ice cream shop yeah which again you brought up earlier the the ice cream shop was was an interesting like set of scenes but there were um like he's like bike's part of the family that's yeah. what he says right so I think, yeah, I think he could have definitely killed for a member of his family. But in that moment, when when Bradley Cooper shoots him, it's almost like a, oh, you shot me? Yeah, fuck he you. looks at He's like, what the fuck? fuck you shot me? I fuck, I shoot you. And then yeah. he shoots back. I think he was either going to, like, like get ready to kill himself. Yeah. Did you, did you think Ryan not, Gosling go thought he was screwed like this is it yeah, i'm done he knew that was it yeah i'm pretty sure that's a, like that's because he was he I'm, looked i'm the, cornered i'm screwed i'm in somebody's house yeah and he looked out the window to see like could i just jump from here he's like no i can't jump from here that's yeah. that was the thought process i think and i think that if i think honestly too if he wanted to kill himself he could have done it before and so i think that he i think he was planning on being caught and he just had his gun out and then bradley cooper shoots him and then he falls out the window and dies not to jump ahead. No, good. But um, when the uh, uh, when they're interrogating Bradley Cooper when he's in the hospital, yeah. Uh, my wife Stacy used to be a cop. Fun fact. Oh, what did she say about this? So she's she was telling me that um, when something happens like that, um, they're going to interrogate you hard like that. Like yeah. when the guy comes in and was starting to question Bradley Cooper. Like he was pressing him hard. The guy's sitting in the hospital has a gunshot or has a shot wound, yeah. you know, and he's still pressing him. He don't care. He's I asking thought, him all these questions. But Stacy was saying they have to do that, yeah, because you're going to get asked these same questions if not pressed harder in court. Well, I thought when he was interrogating him, he said what happened, and before Bradley Cooper can answer, he goes, "What happened? He shot you, shot." And he was like, huh? He was like, he shot, you shot. That's what happened, right? That's right. that's what happened. He's trying to set him up. And then Bradley Cooper was like, well, what I did was I did what I was trained to do. And then we went in the door. And then the guy, again, it wasn't like he was saying, say this. He was going like, so this is what happened. He shot, you shot back, right? I I, I think, I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he I think he says, you shot, then he shot. 
or he shot, then you shot. Yeah. It was, and then and then Bradley Cooper's character says, the, yeah, he's like, oh, so he then he shot, then you shot. Like, he just kind of, like, confirms it with a yes, yes there. But he does very much so press him on the, like, well, you came in through the door. Did you announce yourself again? Yeah. He's like, no, I announced myself as we're taught to do. Yeah. And right. he brings that up a few times. So let me ask you guys this real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I guess at the time I didn't hit rewind when I should have, but I didn't catch it. Um, clearly Bradley Cooper gets shot in the leg. But yeah. Like, yeah, shot in the knee. Um, where did Luke I think get he shot, shot in the abdomen? Because when he shot, he was like this, did, and then like fell out. Back. Did the fall? Did the fall out the window kill him? Oh yes, was that or, was the death. Yeah, the, okay. he, he died the Do you think he would have lived if? By the gunshot wound. Yes. Yeah, okay. he did survive. Oh, yeah. Okay. It might have been, you know, it would have been, it would have definitely been a, a a chance of him dying, <laughs> rather than him actually just he falls out the window and Having dies. Like 165 pounds lay on the back of your occipital lobe. Yeah. So he just slams down. I also do love when the cops run up and they're telling him the move. Like, yeah. Drop his, like, drop his gun. Find your back, scumbag. And he's like bleeding just, out. There's a puddle of blood underneath him. He's done. He's getting big too. Um, I do like too. Uh, they like they keep referring to the people as hostages, even though he like released them immediately. Yeah, he was like, yeah. He's Officer Avery saved the uh, saved the hostages. <laughs> the hostages were already out of the house. He, he literally Sir? kicked. He kicked them out of their own house. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. And initially well, he said, too, I'm not going to shoot you. Just get out. An, right. An, Initially, too, I think he like he didn't know what to do, and then like again, we go back to Luke isn't a bad guy. He gets upstairs, he's cornered, and he's like, "Just get out of here, get get out of here," because he didn't want them at risk because they didn't have anything to do with any of this. So he just kind of you know felt bad, I would assume. Well, his first instinct was to make the phone call. Yeah, he wanted to talk he to said, Lamina. He yeah. said, "Make sure Jason doesn't know about me." Yep. So, Which, so then, well, this this cuts to uh, well, not cuts, but. It goes on. Um, do we want to jump after the whole like? No, we they, again. We don't have to talk about every scene like we we like we have been doing. Okay. I think one. I actually had a question can, I wanted to ask you guys. Okay. Uh, that kind of brings it back to you know something that I mentioned earlier. <clears throat> so, did you notice anything about Avery in all the scenes uh, like that we saw with Avery during this whole thing? Um, the second act. Or yeah, in the, the in the second act. Well, I mean, because yeah, second act. Yeah, second act is the one I want to. Uh, focus on right now as far as what as far as um the way he interacts with his family i thought it was really well because i'll be honest with you at first the way his wife was talking to him Mm -hmm. it made it sound like he had been a cop for a while to me and it's like no it's like his first year on the force six months in right so i'm like why is she talking to him like this like she's wanting him to like be done, hang, hang it up hang it up already yeah like and he hasn't even really gotten into much yet i mean he, he, he he's gotten into enough for her yeah. taste you know well right but do you i'm coming off it as bradley cooper bradley cooper's character this is the first time he had to fire his gun yeah yeah that's how i'm taking it yeah first time he had so, to fire and first kill yeah right so so he's not handling it very well clearly i no. took it as is he he doesn't hate he doesn't hate his son, but I think he hates the fact that another dad has to live without a father while his son gets to live with a father when he knows he shot first. He killed someone. Like, he, he, I mean, no matter what he said, what happened was he said, police, open the door. Ryan got, or, um, Luke, Luke didn't raise his gun. There we go. He kept his gun down. <laughs> 
Luke didn't bring up his gun. He left his gun down, and Avery just shot him. So, in all aspects, Avery killed him. Yeah. And I think that he is angry. He, I don't want to like. I don't want to say he's angry at his son, but he's angry at himself at the fact that another kid has to live without his father because of his mistake. No, he feels guilty. Extremely guilty. Yeah. So, so that that kind of ties to what I was asking. So, the, what I was asking is, or I guess what I was trying to bring up was. I brought up Ryan Gosling earlier. Every scene we see with him and the baby, he's touching the baby. Bradley oh Cooper. God. <laughs> Will you Brad- stop blowing his mind Bradley- on his own movies, please? Oh Bradley Cooper is in maybe so like they're he's so detached. He's never filmed with his son that's I guess not being held by someone else. So at the very first time we see him, his wife Jennifer is holding the baby. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of catch both of them in the same shot at, the, at that point then they're sitting on the couch they're both in that shot but every other scene he's he hasn't acknowledged the baby the baby isn't even filmed in the same screen as him there's a spot where they're sitting in the same and room staring at him. and he's staring at the baby but we only see a shot of the baby then we see a shot of him we never see those two like interact at all in the second act the, the him and his son never like interact and it's yeah, that again i think you're right i i, th- I think also so there was one thing that the director said that I was I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later, mm-hmm. but it's this story is about um, trying to like the story as a whole is kind of trying to to paint these people as having these like mistakes to kind of paint their like paint their lives um, like they want to do certain things, but like things happen. The that, son's that make for it, the father's mistakes. Yeah. So so for example, Avery kills Luke. Yeah. And he knows he fucked up. Yeah. He knows he he shouldn't have shot him and killed him right away. Like there was no interaction there. Like he he could have that guy could be alive. Yeah. So Avery then puts that guilt onto his son, and he can't interact with his son normally mm-hmm. anymore because of it. There's also another scene that I, I or, like I brought up earlier with Luke. And Jason, where Luke's riding on his motorcycle, and then we have Jason on his bike. We have Avery in therapy talking to his therapist, lying to his therapist, yeah. and then we have uh, we have AJ later in the movie lying to his therapist in in that scene. He's he or the, the school therapist, right? Actually, there is one scene where uh, Avery does touch AJ. Oh yeah, that, uh, again, I haven't noted that, that is in the third act. There is one time that he does touch him. That's in the third act of the movie, and it is not a happy touch either. Um, but no, it's it's funny too because they always the, the way these scenes are shot too. It's almost in the reverse. So like, oh, polar opposites. So we see Luke when we come in on him, he's coming in on the left side of the screen, and we come in on uh, uh, Jason, he's on the right side of the screen when he's riding on the when they're riding their bikes. Mm-hmm. When we talk about uh, Avery and therapy, he's on the left side, therapist on the right, and when we're talking about you know AJ, it's therapist on the left. Oh AJ's God. on the right, so it's almost like they're they're living these scenes, but they're kind of like flipped perspectives. Yeah. We film uh, Ryan looking at the house, viewing it from the left side as he's watching the, his family inside, like his uh, Romina and and Jason, and then Kofi, and then we jump later on. Jason is filmed from like a right angle, looking up at the house, mm-hmm. looking at Kofi and his mom. So they just they kind of flip the like the perspective a little mm-hmm. bit, but they're still living almost like. If you put the two scenes together, 
they would be almost like looking at each other. Yeah. They would be like reflected in, in what, like, again, Jason later on in the movie is filmed inside of the, the trailer. He's inside the trailer. Whereas when we see Ryan looking in the trailer earlier in the movie, he's looking at it from the right side. So like mm-hmm. they could be almost standing next to each other. So it's that that's interesting in, in its own right. But as I wanted to ask, like if you guys noticed that, cause I noticed it in my second watch, there, I was like this motherfucker, <laughs> ne- he never touches his own son when they go to the house to rob Romina, the oh. Scotty asked him to oh, hold. Fuck! <laughs> he asked him to oh, hold Jason. God. Will you relax? So he picks Jason up. This and was your movie. Jason. I know. This was yeah. your and movie. shows him like care and compassion, like he does for the rest Could of the movie. Could you imagine that? You just kill some kid's dad. Now you gotta like touch his son. Yeah, well, and he like, didn't want to either. No, because well, he told the guy, he goes, this is fucked up. What, yep, what the he fuck want, are we doing What here? are we doing here? Get out of here. Well, yeah. and then, again, okay, so we're jumping, we're clearly... No, jump around a little bit. We're, yeah. we're clearly moving into the third scene. So him, so Bradley Coopy's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's two tall boy Miller lights and whiskey. Bradley Coopy? Coopy. <laughs> um, Bradley... Cooper's character Avery. Um, clearly, they you know you jump to the third scene fifteen years later. Um, mm. Kids are grown up. Clearly, him and his wife have gotten divorced at this point, um, and they make it known that uh, the kid's been living with the mom, and yeah. and he's been distant with the son, like on yep. purpose. Yeah, and. She keeps mentioning, well, he wants to come live with you. Let's try this. I He has his issues. He wants to come live with you. Let's at least try it. You know, I think he's, I think he was pushing his son away the entire time because he's been so worried about becoming, you know, like he's been so worried about his career and becoming the head of district well, there are, and all that. There are two things that I did want to talk about in, in act two was go ahead. I got, I have one other thing I want to touch on is oh more my God, family did I stuff. Skip so far. No, 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 no. It's no, not it's that okay. far. It's all right. Um, it was, it, it was Avery talking to his dad because after they got the money, um, Avery goes to the head, like chief of police. And he's like, the chief, he's like, Hey, I, I wanted to bring this to you. Like I, we did some fucked up shit. We took money from the glands. Like, I don't want it. And the chief's like, why the fuck are you bringing this to me? Get this shit off my fucking table. He's, he's like, you're going to rat on cops. Yeah, he says like you're going to rat on cops. But, but there is something that happens with his dad before that. Go ahead, Chandler. Here you go. I don't want to interrupt. No, go I for know it. I'm pointing my finger up in the air. You keep saying it, but keep interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably do a whole nother episode on this topic. So I won't dwell on it. But I firmly believe still to this day. There are crooked cops out there. Oh, just just like in this. Why would movie. we do an entire episode on this? That's we... a fact. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just. But I'm saying. I mean, obviously that. Obviously, yes. Are you is. talking about the whole situation of how they went over there and said we're looking for evidence? Right. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> there are good and bad people everywhere, yeah. regardless of what their job is. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to doubt that there is. Do you have any insider bad. info? Yeah. We get On somebody, the Cleveland you know Police somebody? Department? What's up? <laughs> <clears throat> no, my <laughs> wife is not a cop anymore. No. So, uh, real quick, because we're, we're talking a little bit, I want to jump back to there's a. So, we think about the, the father son relationship, yeah. right? Bradley Cooper's character Avery is shot. Who's in the room? His son, his, son, his, his wife, mom, and his dad. And his his, or his son, his wife, and his dad. His mom's not there. We never even meet his mom. There's she also died. that's very true. We also yeah. see that um, in this family setup, Bradley Cooper 
lives with his wife and his son and his mother-in-law. Very much like Romina lives with Kofi and her mom. Yeah. So there's like there's there's that dynamic in like kind of both relationships. But we have his father Albert who mm-hmm. is who's around and he he ends up meeting with him in the swimming pool. They actually like hang out like he tries to like he's like he's like you tricked me into coming here because you yeah. wanted to like to try, try to get me to stop being a cop. But you got to realize that my life isn't a campaign. I want to like I'm my own man. I'm very simple. Everything is simple. And he's like, well, you could have fooled me uh, with that speech. speech you could have been, yeah. you could have been a you know, politician. And he's like, and that limp, hey, like that, that limp will take you far. <laughs> yeah. So he's like in that see in that moment, they're like bonding. They're having a good, mm-hmm. good conversation and really like going through some stuff, right? And then we go and uh, he's you know he's like, my life isn't a campaign. Which later on, his life is a fucking campaign. Mm-hmm. So. We look at you talked about Bradley Cooper, then goes to the chief of police yeah. with the stolen money. So there was one thing too that also that kind of resonated with me. He after they steal the money, right? He goes into the evidence locker because he's he's been oh, like kind of yeah. put back, and he goes in and he gets a backpack, yeah, uh, Luke's backpack from mm-hmm. the evidence, and he's looking at it. And he finds the picture of Luke in it, which at the ice is, cream shop. yeah at the ice cream shop, which was super important to him. He kept with him even during the robbery, right? He wanted to have this thing close to him. It was his family, but we but we have. We see we see him trying to put on the backpack to, or he's putting on the backpack and he's like mm-hmm. holding the strap and kind of yeah. rubbing and pulling it, and it's it's kind of like him asking the question of himself. At least that's why I, way I interpret it. He's asking the question of himself: Could I be bad? Like, is this me? Yeah. Like, because we just took this money from yeah. these people, and then immediately he's in the next scene and he's going to try to give this money back to Romina. He's like, "This isn't for me. Like, like you, like take this, get away from me." And she's like, "I don't want anything to like, do get with the you. Fuck away from you me. You ruined you my son's life. My son's life. Yeah. So you ruined my life. So we get back to him going to the to the like he's like in a like in an emotional state. Like he's going through yeah. all these things over and over again. He's like he's kinda like running through everything, right? He's like, You're he, the chief of police. Yeah. This is something who I'm supposed Beca- to bring to you. Yeah, like- because it, yeah, he goes through that because he also like they're trying to like pull him into this other thing that they, they asked him a favor to do. Like and there's like he's just like, I don't feel comfortable. This isn't me. I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. I can't I, but it, because he's haunted by this bad thing that he did, he killed Luke not meaning like he just he killed him and it's a bad thing and he lied about it and he's living with that regret and then now he's being pulled farther and farther and he's fighting with himself to say i'm not a bad guy i can't do this so he goes to the chief and the chief says you can ride on the fucking cops you can't do that and then the next thing we see the chief is talking to ray Liotta's character deluca who is the one that robbed romina's house and he's like it's just kind of like oh shit so we have avery no plan flying by the seat of his pants. He gets taken out into the woods by DeLuca, and then he bails. He freaks yeah. out. He runs. He runs to his father, and he goes to his father, and his father says, all right, I have a plan, but you're not going to like it. Cuts, this, cuts to act three. So, no, hold on, though. Oh. The thing I want to point out is, in both scenarios... We got Luke in the beginning of the movie with Robin, uh, like maybe a little bit older guy, like got his shit together a little bit more than him, has a plan. They're going to rob the banks. This is how Mm. we're going to do it. Then Luke goes off plan, has no plan, and gets arrested, die, or is about to get arrested and dies. Then we have Avery's character, no plan, tries to give the money back, going running through all this stuff. He's just like seemingly flying by the seat of his pants. His dad comes, or he goes to his dad. His dad says, listen, I got a plan. And he follows what his dad says and he follows this plan mm-hmm. by following the plans these 
people seemingly pull through when like they shouldn't be. Well, which it actually didn't cut into Act Three. He goes to the guy who was interrogating him and yeah. goes, "Hey, I have this whole conspiracy. I want to be assistant DA. I want to have this. I want to have that. I want to have that." And the guy's like, "Fuck you! I can't do that." And then he's like, "Okay, I'll take this down to the newspaper." And he's like, "No, no, come back, come back." And then he gets everything he what every once he gets everything. Yep, and following his dad's plan, and yep. that's exactly the way it goes. And then he, it's just like I'm not going to shake your hand. You're too smart for your own fucking game. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we then we get like it. It's just there's news report and the news report. He's he's not at home with his wife. He's not with his kid. He's sitting with his dad. Yep. During the like the the culmination of this plan, yep. right? And then we end up with the second death of the movie with Albert. He's at a funeral, and we're in the third act, and we're we're. Before we all, get there, all cylinders. Before we get there, you said you had. We've two been quotes. there. There is. It's in the what third, is the second quote? It's in the third one, baby. Third we're, act, baby. I know. I don't want you to forget. <laughs> oh, I didn't think. I didn't forget. <laughs> I don't want to forget. <laughs> Listen, he's like he's. Uh, there's. It's. It, I think it's funny. It's after Luke's son Jason meets Avery's son AJ, and they. Uh, well, before you get go into for it, it, real quick. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure out that? That's who those kids were. I mean, <laughs> did you? Well, I, well, I knew AJ from the from the funeral, and then when no, he, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. How did how long did it take you to realize that that was Jason, the the Ryan Gosling's kid? Uh, pretty quickly, just yeah. because it just, took me till they were smoking weed in the park. Oh, before, that's not that before long. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> he's watching the first couple. Who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> yeah, who's this weird who's kid? This weird drug. No burnout yeah i, I kind of got that feeling it's it's just because it was kind of like kismet like right they meet like they just well, i thought it kind of looked like him a little bit but yeah well we get, we get to we also have in that scene in the in in the cemetery we have the the mom saying hey he wants to come live with yeah. you and he's like ah it's not a really good time blah blah and then he's like well you gotta explain it to your son and he ends up living with him and he goes and one of the scenes we see is is Avery's son AJ coming to the pool to swim by himself while his dad is sitting oh, at a Jesus. meeting. When when he was with his father, he was swimming and bonding with oh his dad. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Were I'm making so, this movie so much better be for him right now. You have to go watch it again after we're done. I'm gonna have yeah. to, and, and I'm gonna watch it and do the same. Oh my god! This was your damn movie. I know. So. So we have that, but then we also have him. This is why we have breakers. <laughs> we also have him in therapy, or yeah. not? Not in therapy. Well, I keep saying therapy. It's I'm just putting. Yeah, I'm putting it with the way his dad was. His dad was at a counselor too. So when when they when they're lying to the counselors, he's like, she's like, do you want? So you wanted to come here? He's like, nah, my dad wanted me here. His dad didn't want him there at all. Yeah. Like that's like the yeah. opposite of what his dad wanted. He was like, I didn't want this kid bothering me at all. But we we get to the point where we have Luke and. Or we have AJ's uh, or AJ and Jason. I was gonna say Luke's son, but we have uh, Jason and AJ meeting. They're in the like they're in the cafeteria. They're kind of chilling, and then we get to the second quote of the movie when they're in the park smoking. You like smoking when you're smoking? <laughs> Come on, you can't say that's not a funny one. Yeah, it's you like, good. It's you, good. I just fucking hate AJ. I hate that stupid worst, fucking worst actor. Yeah, yeah, I'm from New York. That was what Jason. About it? Yeah. That was Jason. Jason said you like smoking when you're smoking because he's like, I like. Oh, I want, that was. You oh, want to? You want to? a cigarette? Still, AJ, worst actor on the planet. Insufferable. Oh, okay. his character is so insufferable. I will say his. I don't know if that guy's been in it, been in any other movies. I didn't. I didn't dig that far into it. Worst actor on the planet. I don't. 
Listen, okay, so they, they did a they did a test screening between Dahan and like a couple other kids mm-hmm. to see if they like the, how they meshed, right? <clears throat> because if, another fun fact about Dahan, so Dahan was given like the uh, given a script um, by the casting director, or and they were and they said, "Hey, we want you to play AJ." And he's like, I don't like AJ. I think I resonate more with Jason. And he like filmed a couple scenes as Jason um, and just sent it in. And uh, CN France was like, is, is like the, the casting director's like, well, I liked him for this part, but I, like, he wants this part. And he sent in this tape. He's like, fuck that kid. Who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> fuck that nerd. He's like, he's he th- who is this big time? Wait, he's gonna just like roll in and say who he should be playing? If you thought he was something, then he like he, we're not, we're ignore it. So they're getting closer and closer, the, uh, closer to time to like film, and he's like, shit, I haven't cast this role yet, and I'm re- like, he's been looking, and he's like, what about that kid that was like, like the 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 kid that was up his own ass about this thing? Because he sent that tape and then went to go film Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Um, so he watches the tape and he's like holy shit this kid is aged or this kid is jason so he goes through that and he <laughs> can you grab my other drink please <laughs> sorry for everybody that's can you just grab my other drink please for everybody that's just listening chandler is getting up and uh and mason was asking for something in sign language and chandler just couldn't <laughs> interpret it but no we have we have, so he goes to film Chronicle. Dahan yeah. goes to film Chronicle, and then they still can't find anybody. So, CN France watches the tape. He's like, "Holy shit, this kid is perfect!" Like, "Oh my god!" He, so he gets a hold of him and says, "Hey," and they're just wrapping up filming, filming Chronicles. So it's like it's perfect timing, and he's like, "You're Jason. Like you saw that you were Jason before I did, which yeah. is great." And then. He, they got people together with like age an AJ and a Jason together. So they got da- Dahan in with the uh, the guy that plays AJ. I can't remember his name no, off the top of my head. I hated him so much. <laughs> I didn't want to. Uh... I have I have all their names written down. So I'll I'll, I'll find it real quick. Uh, Emery Cohen. Oh, okay. So Emery comes in and they he and they're just kind of sitting there. Nothing's really happening. And uh, C in France like throws out a question like, "Who's the best actor ever?" And and they like they both give op like uh, polar opposite answers. Yeah. So Emery says like ah, I th- I think it was this guy and and Dahan's like ah, I think it was James Dean and like he's, they they start to argue and they're like back and forth but it's like a friend it's like two alphas like fighting yeah. and he's like this is like those two like this is perfect these two kind of have a good chemistry together I'll say the only thing that annoyed me was the fact that like his voice his yeah. or not his voice but his um oh, but his choice of accent I, and, oh Jason. No, AJ. Or AJ? AJ's yeah, no, choice of accent. Yeah. I think everything else they were they were rough. fine. They do a good job, I think, of of the the, the character's not there to be liked. Characters, you, you kind of you almost want to you feel like you hate them, but they you do, feel bad for them. They do want you to hate them. It seems like yeah, they do because they they because it's seemingly. But you you still have to feel bad for him too because his dad has been a piece of shit to him his whole life, and it's because of this kid. But he doesn't know that. Yeah, he has no like like so. It's just kind of like he doesn't have anywhere to displace his dad's dis- disdain for him. So he just kind of pushes it out there and tries to be cool. But they become fast friends, and it's it's kind of fun to watch that relationship happen. So fast forwarding a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, through the story, um, they end up becoming friends. And um, AJ once was it oxy or was it? No, he asked for. Uh, gosh, he asked. It wasn't weed. It L- wasn't ecstasy. Ecstasy. He, he asked for ecstasy. ecstasy. He wanted X for a party. So Jason. No, no, no. 
he asks for ecstasy after they've smoked weed in the park, and that's oh, when they get arrested. Goes, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was getting to. So um, they end up getting arrested, and that's when AJ's like, yo, you owe me something. And then... Um, no, hold on. That leads... <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, whether, whether they get into a fight or whatever. This leads to what you brought up earlier. Relax, he's excited. <laughs> Avery... Avery's first oh, interaction yes. with AJ, where he first touches him, where he like, yeah. like he, he, he only yeah, he says like two words to him in the in the in the cemetery. He's like, "You want to ride with me, son?" Yeah, that's the only thing he says to him up until that point mm-hmm. in the movie, and then he goes into the interrogation room after he finds out who Jason is. Which I which okay, so I don't know how he knew who Jason was. Oh, I'm sure he he felt so bad he was watching the kid grow up, probably, or yeah, at least true. or at least kind of like had an idea because he didn't have this. Obviously, he didn't have the same last name as Luke. His no. was like Caffrey or I don't know something his, weird. Well, his last name was the same as Kofi's. Who, what was Kofi's last name? Um, I'm pulling it up right now. His well, last kept, name. He kept the picture in his wallet was the entire time. Cam too. Cam. Ca- oh, okay. So it was Jason Cam Cam. So when they said he goes, who's the other kid in the room? Jason Cam Cam. And then he was like, okay, can you shut off the cameras in room three or whatever? And that's when he talks to his son. But what I didn't get was like, it was like, uh, all right, it's been 12 years. Like, how does this guy know what he looked like from a baby to a you know, you I don't. Just you don't the think. Name. You don't think the head of the DA. Maybe he didn't keep track of them the entire time. Maybe that, I feel like he did. Especially just I think again, it's that festering guilt it's, it's that's real the whole time. The guilt. But what I was going to was so uh, they end up. Um, uh, Avery uh, kind of goes up to AJ and like grabs him in the face and like you stay the fuck away from this kid like I don't want you ever talking to him like yeah. this never like you understand me yeah. yeah you get everything you want just don't do this just one don't thing. fuck with this kid yeah yeah so then um, AJ doesn't listen to his dad absolutely uh, not. next day he's in school he goes up to uh, Jason and was like hey like don't worry about what happened last night you know all you got to do is just get me some oxys so. That that's a couple days after, or because we we have the scene where Jason goes and like finds out who his dad actually is and stuff like that I before that's that. When he was on, oh no, he, he asks his he, mom. No, he gives him shit. So he gives. Oh so, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So AJ gives um gives Jason shit in the locker room about like who's that guy? Who's it? Like who's your dad? That's your dad. Oh yeah. Like kind of like that's your dad. Yeah, that's your dad. <laughs> Just like trying like, and they kind of get they clash a little bit there. Yeah. But then maybe. we have then we have that. Pr- prompts jason to go home have that scene where his meat becomes the lettuce and lettuce to meat and all that fun stuff <laughs> name and, that movie any huh name that movie please what movie that's your daddy <laughs> that's from the water boy thank you so much <laughs> continue that's your daddy <laughs> roberto um so yeah we get that scene where he asks he asks yes what's my dad's name and she, romina storms off she goes and i then, don't want to talk about and this. then we get a scene with kofi who which I think he's an amazing stepfather. He's been a great stepdad. After getting hit in the head of the fucking pipe wrench. Yeah, and, and <laughs> then he has this scene at the the ice cream place, and it just kind of falls flat. Yeah. Because it's just like, he wants to know about his real dad, who wasn't really there. You can't blame him. Which, well, I think Kofi did eventually tell him who his real dad was. Because oh, the next no, he scene, does. he's like, all he, does give him, he gives him the name. Just, yeah, he, just the name. He gives him his name, but he's, he's like, he's really just like, he was just, he was just some guy with he a baby. He was a goon, he was a bank robber. That was it, and, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was mostly just like, it's kind of like, hey man, I've been here your whole fucking life. I'm your dad. And, the, and he's like, eh, I really don't care about that though. It's yeah. like, it seems like such a shitty thing. Jason's kind of an asshole. Yeah. But then, yeah, then he's searching for his dad. He finds out information of his dad, then he ends up arriving 
Robin's garage. And then he gets a Robin's garage. He's like he's getting stories about his his dad, and, and he sees a picture of Avery. That's like the 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 first time he sees that picture of mm-hmm. Avery who killed his dad. And then and then he finds the glasses that were Luke's that he forgot there. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. Clearly, I don't want to go racial no. either. I'm not. <laughs> but Kofi is black. Black yeah. is black. Yes, I'm pretty sure that he knew not he just... wasn't his real dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Eva isn't. I don't even know where she's from. She's originally. Hispanic. Yeah, she's Hispanic. Right. So clearly, <laughs> well, I mean, he's I, not stupid. Yeah, he's like, okay, I mean, so you're not my real dad. Yeah, not my daddy. No, he, <laughs> not my not, daddy. Not the daddy. Not no, he daddy. knows that he's not. But but at the same time, I guess it's to these kids. So this is a fun fact too that I I, I had to write down because this is <laughs> mind boggling. So they were playing sixteen year old kids at the time. Both they were like twenty. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> one was twenty five. Oh my yeah. god. Emer- Emery was twenty two and. Han was twenty five. He looks every bit of twenty five in that movie. <laughs> yeah, so it, so it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like, I guess like you have a sixteen year old kid. It's like I I think I knew somebody that like was adopted too, and they they had a real like hard on for finding like I gotta know who my real parents are. But in, like I, I that doesn't I I don't understand what the feeling is because mm-hmm. I, I don't have it obviously. Yeah. But the person I think that's been taking care of me and go through all the shit for me, I think I would like I like you know what you're right. I mean sure yeah I mean I, I could wanna... see what the like why is it, why has no one told me who my real dad is I could see yeah. why that is curious to him. Yeah. But I mean. I wouldn't see uprooting my life and doing what Jason later does in the movie. Yeah. Like. But anyway, no, no, yeah, we get we get to the point where he's finding out, and the, the, and then we get that shot after he finds those glasses, and he's talked to Robin, and yeah. Robin actually kind of puts off the like, oh, I destroyed the bike to the cops. The cops broke it. Yeah, they dude. were really angry uh, at the him. The cops took it, and, and they not, were it, it, not to interrupt you, but no. I'm sorry. This is the bike enthusiast coming at me, dude. I was hoping to God. That bike was still sitting there, and he could have rode off with it at least, like his dad's bike. I it's know, like, dude, I know. Like he, like, yeah, we're still building that though, baby. They got to build up. Like the rest of the movie could have went exactly the way it did, but instead of riding his damn bicycle everywhere, he could have had his dad's I know, bike. That's dude, I was what like, I wanted. Oh bad. my god! I, like, that's like with the scene my, where he's going down in the bicycle. Right. I'm like, exactly. Oh, like I was like, he he needs to take him into the garage. Pull the sheet off of it. Yeah, and be like, this is your dead bike. That would have been a better... I mean, that would have been... I'm like, why didn't they do that? This is a good ending ending movie. But that would have been a better ending right then in that moment. But this movie goes on for a little while after that. Yeah, yeah. and again, we don't have to go in every fucking scene or anything like that, and I don't, I don't want to. Um, right. But we have the. You know, there is one thing I'd like to point out too. The, we talked about Luke's mo earlier in the in, in the podcast. The 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 leaving the the bike right outside the door, mm-hmm. uh, ready to hop on because it was ready to start and go. And then like he goes in and does his thing. When he goes to rob the pharmacy later on to get those oxies he for the party, bike, mm-hmm. out the door. His bike right outside the door, just like his dad would have, and like is ready to roll as soon as. He, he hops over the. I did catch that. Yeah, so it's like he's kind of like got a, like He had it planned out. You got to figure it out. So there was one thing that I saw when that happened. That yeah. pharmacist could 100 percent caught him. He always taken way too fucking long to get on that bike and take off. Like I'm like, 
I'm like, dude, you could have. <sighs> so, fun fact: that pharmacist was actually that was the thing I I saw on uh, our movie details that they the guy said he visited the town. Uh, mm-hmm. and he said that the pharmacist was actually the pharma like was the pharmacist. <laughs> oh my fucking, he had fucking wheels, and he, and had he feet. was still at the time. I think five years after the movie came out, was still the head pharmacist at that as that at that location, which Make was a little shit. Yeah, he asked him to chase. He's like, I asked him to chase me outside, but they 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 were they politely refused. <laughs> I was like. All right, so take that with a grain of salt because that wasn't from like the director or anything like that, but that was somebody's yeah. claim. But I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting. But it, so, yeah, Dahan actually built his own bike, like bicycle beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, and was practicing doing wheelies and shit, and oh. cracked his jaw, uh, and had to go to the Ooh. ER, and he like called C and France to say, "Hey, just want to let you know, Jason's gonna have a scar on his chin now." because oh, i messed my chin up i didn't know that yeah that was a, that was a fun little fact he built his own bike so then it goes into uh he ends up getting the oxys like we said yep. um and he shows up to this to aj's party and he's having this big party um everyone's drinking everyone's doing drugs everyone's having a great time and um so uh jason ends up like almost hooking up with this girl he goes up the steps and sees the same picture that Robin showed AJ when he goes, that's the pig who killed your dad. No, this is where it comes all together. This is where the whole, like, all three acts come together. All the stories finally culminate. So uh, Jason asks the girl, and he's like, who is that? And she goes, I don't know, probably AJ's dad or something. And they go all the way to the room, and, like, it's getting hot and heavy, and Jason just can't get it off his mind. So he ends up pushing her off, storms downstairs, goes to AJ, pushes him, like, hey, why the fuck? He's like, you got something to tell me? You got something to tell me? And AJ's like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? They end up getting into a fight. Um, Jason gets his ass beat and then ends up in the hospital. Similar scenario, too, if you, if, like, you're looking at it, Jason gets his ass kicked, and when they, like, turn his head his face is covered in blood the same way his dad's was whenever he fell out the window like his like it's all kind of spider webbed off the side of his face and uh and it's kind of like we we see again it's not aj to avery but it's another shot of one of the kids waking up in a hospital bed the bed is facing the opposite direction than when avery was there you know what i just thought of right now that now that we're talking about that scene yeah it's another scene where you have avery's dad avery's dad killed luke Yep. And then you have AJ's son beating the shit out of Luke's son. Yep. It's another scene. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, so, th- and then this is where, so he figures out, uh, Jason figures out the son of Luke figures out everything. And he comes up with a, his own little revenge type deal. And, and goes off the reservation with no plan. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely no plan whatsoever. But I want to ask you guys this. This was another question. When it gets to the scene where he goes to the house to confront AJ, did you think he shot him? No. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna lie. I no. thought I thought he did for a second, but. I had a gut feeling he didn't. I loved that scene, looking at that fucking pussy, just ah, when he shot me. Oh my god! Well, the, and then he lays I on think, the floor. Well, I think my favorite shot of the whole movie is when he, when AJ's, he just gets out of the shower. You know, he's drying off, has a towel on, but the camera is filming the mirror. You can see him. Oh yeah, you can sneak. You can sneak him. You can see him sneaking up behind him. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. So. If we also think about the the mirroring of like the the 
families and the way this has been. Uh, we have AJ uh, upstairs by himself, and then we have Jason show up with a gun and goes to the second floor of the house and has a hostage on the second floor of the house. And we have Avery entering in the first don't, floor of the don't house. Don't act like you notice this. You're laughing like you're like, what a fucking idiot. I saw that too. I, I'm not <laughs> laughing because I noticed it because I didn't. I'm laughing because he's showing you up in your own damn movie. I do a lot of research for these. I'm not trying to show you up. I just, I, I, I find these, I find these things fascinating. I also feel like we got tipsy quicker in this episode. Well, you did yet. drink a lot faster this yeah. time than you normally do. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I think it's, I think it's interesting because we see that, like, you know, that correlation again there. Yeah. And then we end up with, you know, um, Avery having to drive, uh, Jason out into the woods. Yep. The same woods where DeLuca was taking. Seemingly, yeah. It would be about. The, it looked like the same area. Did you think he was going to kill Avery? I think he was going to kill Avery. I had that feeling, too. I'm like, he's got to shoot his He ass. was until the moment when he said Jason. Right. And like he's like, holy, sh- how do you? How does he know my name? Like, how does he have anything to do with me? Yeah. And like he just because he identified him. But then we also see, too, in this scene, we see avery giving a shit about his son for the first time in the whole oh, fucking yeah, yes, movie is my son okay is my he son was, okay he was yeah right yells at him what's what'd you do to my son and then he says one of the the dumbest fucking things in this whole movie this isn't about your son this is what the whole fucking movie yeah. has been about <laughs> your fucking sons and your dads like that's what it's been this about the, yeah i guess it's true it's not about your son. It's about your dad's because that's what it's like. That's what it's all been. But yeah, it's it's just like it's not about your son. But then yeah, they, they, he has that moment where you got Avery in front of him crying and breaking down, and then he like takes off because he's yeah. like he's like. Well, he goes. He says, "Give me your wallet," and he yeah. throws him. So um, there was one thing that I wanted to say. Um, did you guys notice? Uh, this is the beginning of the third act when they both got arrested. Um, did you notice when Jason was in court how all the charges got dropped? Yeah, it was, the, it was it's because it was, his dad's the DA. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, watching that, like I, when I watched it, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. His dad is a DA, so he would drop the charges. Yeah, it was the same, the same courtroom too as when Luke was yeah. being. Yeah, like it was, it was, everything was the same except for the fact that Jason had his dad kofi mm-hmm. and and romina were there yeah. they were both there and giving a shit about him yeah i don't know if you guys noticed that because himself. when i watched it i was like oh no shit. Yeah. I, I actually didn't to be yeah honest. yeah because I, I, when 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 the judge goes yeah all the charges got dropped someone must be looking out for you oh yeah so that's uh the his lawyer says that his lawyer yeah. says uh, we're actually thinking about getting we might be able to get this resolved by the end of the day can we be taken to the second like call for like uh for cases mm-hmm. he's like yeah i could do that and then they cut to the scene where they're in the hallway and she's like yeah like all of the charges seem to be dropped they want to do time served for you and you just pay a small fine and it's like somebody somebody's, somebody's really looking, looking out, for, out you. for you right yeah. now and yeah it's it's yeah it's very cl- clearly bradley cooper's character still trying to atone right. for, for fucking up his Which life is one of like those small things <clears throat> i've seen the movie a hundred times and just noticed it. we have it we have it happen again later on in the movie if you like if when they're doing the news reports and they say a unidentified oh, yeah. assailant was the one that attacked them and it's again we like that's him like they didn't turn in like him and his son didn't say anything about jason being the one that did it because they just like i think too when he came in the house he was just so relieved to see his son alive yeah. and, and it's just that was like him able to finally just like get over that like moment of mm-hmm. like okay it's not about him like, like it, 
I fucked up, but like, the, I, but I really do care. He saw that he was able to like care for his son. So when we see at the end, he's like they're looking at each other at the at the rally for his political campaign because he became the the governor, like the state DA yeah, or whatever it yeah. was. But yeah, it, it was like that. So you that think moment. he finally got over it? Yeah, I think they did because they both like, kind of well, had like that moment of acknowledgement. I think at the end of the movie, because we're damn near, yeah, we're toward at. towards the end. I I think it ended pretty good. You got AJ probably for the first time respecting and admiring his dad for what he is. They show him on stage at the political campaign, and he's clapping for him. He's actually smiling. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think it's a joke. So I thought that was I thought that was a good ending on that side of the story. And then you got um, you got Jason going and buying a motorcycle, which you knew was going to happen one way or the other at some point. Do you know what kind of motorcycle that is? I thought it was a Honda. So it's a I, Honda something. I didn't catch the model. I had to scour. It bugged the piss out of me that he handed the guy. This is how nitpicky I'm getting. It bugged the piss out of me that he handed the guy cash and the guy didn't give him the title or anything. He yeah. just rides off. I'm like, that's not how a motorcycle <laughs> purchase how works. works. Like, so you can't just drive off. So when I was watching that and I was trying to fucking find it, I'm like, kind of kind of bike is this? I'm like, you know who would know? Jeff. Yeah. Dad would know. But anyway, um, the bike. How's your relationship? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not just, talking about that. I'm, I'm fucking around. Calm down. Um, so the bike allegedly um, is either a Honda CM400 or a 1978 CB250 twin. Mm. It's one of the two. And I found that on Reddit. So yeah. take it as a grain of salt. But nothing else on the web was talking about but, that bike. But uh, needless to say, I think this was one of the, well, I mean, I know we're only four episodes into this whole thing, but this is definitely one of the deepest oh, movies yeah. we've ever done. Why don't, why don't we get into ratings then? Because we we're, we're at the end. We will. Oh, there's one more thing before we end. Oh, my Go God. Jason go. should have fucking stalled out pulling out of that barn. He has never rode a goddamn bike in his life. He should have just yeah. pulled He just knows. It's his dad. It's in his blood. <laughs> I'm baby. just saying. He should you're have stalled nip- out once. You're okay. nitpicking again. No, Some people just pick up I, skills more than <laughs> others. No, believe me. I I, I I don't like that kind of shit. It's, it's just like he just knows. That's not yeah. how that works. That's not how this any of this works. I had to get that out. But, yeah. but anyway, let's go. Chandler, let's do it. What'd you think, baby? Well, hold on. I would like to remind you that you rated Predator six point two, Goodfellas a six point five. Just because I want to let you know, like, we're, I'm not going to do this every time, but you were freaked out the last time because you're like, I rated Goodfellas higher than Predator. <laughs> no, so I I actually, I, no, I was actually pissed. That yeah, I did. I, we need I, to write. We need to. You I need was going to make. I was actually going to make get like a, a little scale dry erase board here and hang it up somewhere. No, just, I was yeah to to show you like what what each of the numbers should mean to you. Right. Like that's for me. I <laughs> thought the you. same thing. I appreciate when I was do yeah. No, uh, I'm not going to lie, Mason. You. Uh, definitely uh threw a curveball at me i'm like "Eh, all right whatever i'll try it never heard of the movie never super underrated i didn't even know it existed until you said something i'm not gonna lie i'm the storyline the it kept my attention the entire time i'm giving this thing like a 7.8 what the fuck i'm serious what the fuck is a nine in your category relax you wait till it's my turn. You wait till it's my turn to pick another movie. All right. Okay. Oh no, man! I can't Riker? believe. Well, I mean, the way he acted on yours, I don't know what he's going to say. I don't to know me. why he's pissed off because I rated his movie the highest I've ever rated. So, no, I know. I'm just saying. I, I did. 
No, it's all good. Um, yeah, so thought it was a good movie. Um, there was a lot to it. Like I said, I point out a, f- a few things, uh, but I think one of the things that kind of detracts from this movie in comparison to the it other had movies some bad acting. Not gonna lie. I don't. I mean, I thought it was a, a lot of solid performances throughout the the whole movie. But the the thing that really killed it for me was the first half or first act of this movie was so much better than the second act of this yeah. movie yeah. and then the second act of this movie was so much better than the third act yeah. the third act felt like it was twice as long as the rest of the movie and it was just like the longer ugh, the movie went you're just like, mm. dragging ass right. and i was like god can this be over um and one other thing that just like kind of kind of detracted from the whole thing was the fact that like i know i said i watched this thing three times that's because we're doing a movie podcast and i'm trying to be thorough and and go through all this stuff you wouldn't watch it again i would probably have only watched this movie one time it would have been a one and dunner and that being said my rating for the movie is a seven a flat seven which is the lowest one i've given so far but that's because my scale is five is like that's an average movie six is that's good seven is like I, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that movie. It was, it was, it was solid. It made me think, and there, there were some things in there. But like I said, the only thing that really made me think was like, why is this called the place behind the pines? Um, <laughs> it did bug me. And an eight is something that's like, oh, that's great. That's a great movie. I can like, I if this is on TV, I'm gonna watch it again and again. And nine is this is awesome, and ten is perfection. Right. So that's why I would rate we Predator. Had that yet. I'd I'd rate Predator and Goodfellas at an eight because I would watch them over and over again. Whereas this. I get I, I got everything I needed from it from the I would I would say first two watch throughs because like I said I watched the first time through then I came back through with a different set of eyes on the second watch through but I had I not been watching this for for this I would have only watched it probably twice maybe what do you got buddy your movie oof you said it was in your top three, three. top three of all time yeah I'm gonna have to give this mm, nine points Jesus. Seven? I want to say 9.7. Oh that's my pretty, dude, God. that's pretty up there. That's damn near perfect. See, the only reason... I'm sure... I mean, every movie hits I think I different people different. I think yeah. I made this movie jump up for him in points with the, all the, the mind boggles that I just threw out. Well, see, the, the only reason I say it's a 9.7 <laughs> is because it is not a movie that you can just watch on repeat. It, it is a movie you watch once in a while. And um, I, think, I think the acting's pretty good. Um, I didn't see any performances that fell flat. Um, it has a great story to it. Uh, like Riker said, it really makes you think. Um, soundtrack's great. I, I all around love the story and the way it just circles back and ties all together. So, yeah, 9.7. Well, uh, that being said, boys, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, that is our highest movie ever that we've done so far at an 8.1 and it is at the top of the board so you even it even topped goodfellas yeah so i i think it's better than goodfellas that's what he thinks (laughs) we are all entitled to our opinions what i'm just i listen like i said i enjoyed the movie it's just not something that i would watch over and over again so what is our next i was gonna say uh every fourth Every fourth week, we're going to do a fan recommendation, and Riker is currently in the. 
Riker is currently setting it up to where we're going to have Siri pick a number. I do believe is the way we're going to do it. Well, I did a random number generator on okay. uh, Google. Did, Why did, did Siri pick up on your phone, not his? Well, I said, I said her name, I guess. My phone didn't even pick it up. I'm hoping it's... I, I, I hope it's... Wolverine! I'm, uh, I'm trying to jump back to uh, my community suggestions. So how many did we actually... How many suggestions did we end up with? 14? Uh, we ended up with... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we, we ended up with um, 13 suggestions. Damn. Okay. All right. And... Uh, Let's see here. I'm I'm trying to count it out because it gave me a number and I and like I didn't do it uh, properly. So we ended up with. Uh, so we ended up with uh, Brendan, who recommended speed. speed. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Speed. Thank you. Jesus. Speed. Have you seen Speed? What the fuck are we doing drugs? <laughs> what the hell is Speed? Are you kidding Keanu me, dude? Reeves? Keanu Reeves, the bomb on the bus. Is the I'm so excited. Oh, the one where dude. you can't slow down. Yeah, they can't yes. slow the bus down. They no. can't go below 55 miles an hour. Yeah. I'm so excited, dude. Sandra, you're, have look, you seen it? Have you seen no, it? No, I haven't. You are gonna love is it. Is it Keanu going? We have to stop the bus, but we can't. <laughs> no, but I've heard it has the longest intro ever. Like I'm pretty sure they're still showing the opening credits like seven minutes. Look, into I'm the sorry, movie, but I love Keanu as a person. Shitty actor. Shut. Shut the only good thing he's been in is fucking Constantine and John Wick. Boys play nice. Hot take. What is wrong with boys you? play nice? I th- I think that's a perfect spot to edit. We're gonna watch speed. Actually, I kind of was somebody had recommended the Notebook, and because next <laughs> the Notebook is listen, very good. Listen, because oh because next week. It's Valentine's. Oh, I thought oh, that actually probably no. would have been a good one. No, we're I doing really, speed instead. I really wish we would have got that one, um, just because I think that that would have been funny. Mason, you're gonna, Mason, you're gonna love speed. Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, it, you're gonna love it. It is a great movie. Okay. Hey. As always, uh, remember to uh, like, uh, follow, uh, and uh, and uh, if you're on the Facebook page, uh, tell your friends to follow too because we're gonna get a hundred uh, at some point here soon. Hundred. <laughs> so. So if you can, like, follow, subscribe, tell a friend. That would really help us. Uh, we appreciate all of you. We hope you enjoyed the Place Me on the Pines as much as Mason did. Yes. <laughs> if you don't share it, we'll find you. <laughs> so uh, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to we'll get, we'll get uh, the reason why Brennan recommended speed uh, from him and make him explain himself just like I made Mason explain himself earlier. But until next time, goodbye, everybody. You're not going to say goodbye? Peace. What did Jim Carrey say? Good morning. Oh. Good night. I was going to do that every time. I was just waiting for your I was slogan. Waiting for you guys to do it. Oh. I was. I was. I was waiting for you guys to say goodbye, but nobody Bye. else was talking. I just, I just say peace every time. So. Oh man. Okay. Well. Bye. Right, in case I don't see you. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>